Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. This is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast, man. I am your wonderful, wonderful, illustrious host. Uh, I fucked 
that intro up, but that's what's up. <laughs> uh, how y'all doing, man? Um, Sunday morning. Uh, sitting here in my little studio arrangement. Get prepared for the day. I work this morning. I gotta work all day, actually. Ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna hold you. Um, be in that motherfucker from 10 to about 9. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, got a long day ahead of me, um, mentally prepare myself to, uh, I shouldn't say to, mentally prepare myself for whatever comes, um, because restaurant business is unpredictable, you never know who's going to have a good, uh, be in a good mood, you never know who's going to have attitude today, um, you never know who's, you know, where the energy is going to be, so, um, Trying to go on the day being uh, the, guy, the guy who provides the, the goodwill and the, the energy and the, uh, the morale or whatever, whatever, what have you. All of the good shit. I got to be the nigga who is bringing the funk today. That's a responsibility I am placing upon myself. Um, being a good leader allows me to assess the situation and know where to apply my pressure to. Um, I'm going to be a little short staff today too, so there's that. Uh, anyway, before I get too deep into this show, like I always do, get my shout outs out the way. Shout out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms, be it Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Radio One, Radio Public, Podcast One, and the Overcast app. I fuck with everybody. Um, shout out to first time, last time, long time, no time, all time listeners, everybody who's always been listening to this shit. Um, shout out to my daily three, uh, the same three people I know who listen to this show on a daily basis. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to keeping me going. Hey, bro, you need to be quiet. Go away. Go. Bonding ass dog. I don't understand why he just gets like right in your face and cries when there's nothing wrong with him. Uh, anyway, um, man, last night started season six of The Sopranos. And there was a bit of a time jump. I want to say maybe a couple months, maybe a year. Um, yeah, things are different. You know, my man's back in the house with his wife, Carmela. Uh, things are winding down, and it starts the episode out uh, in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? One of uh, <clears throat> one of the guys, uh, I don't even really know his name. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a minor character. He's not very important. But uh, it turns out he was a rat. He was an informant, and he died. <laughs> he died in his handler's car. Wildest shit in the world. Old guy. You know, old old money. Old Italian boss and shit. Turns turns states and dies in his handler's car. You know, so they queue to the funeral. And uh, basically this whole episode is about 
you know, mortality and guys wanting to uh, leave the life and uh, people making changes to themselves. You know, the one guy I told y'all about a couple episodes ago, the guy Vito, he's lost a bunch of weight. You know what I'm saying? He used to be a real fat son of a bitch. And now he's uh, <clears throat> he's slimmed down a bit. You know what I'm saying? So he's giving everybody uh, weight loss advice and shit. Uh, you know, Tony's a little on the heavier side. He's he's pushing towards 300 pounds. So he's worried about his well, his weight. And here this guy dies. So everybody's thrown into a fucking tailspin. Everybody's worried about, you know, what's happening next. And then comes this other guy who, uh, I, sorry, I don't remember his name. Um, he's not exactly an important character in the show either. But he's a reincarnated character. Uh, somehow, in some way, he inherits $2 million from his aunt. Um, and uh, he wants to retire. He wants to leave the life. He wants to settle with his family in Florida. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but a nigga from the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a dream. You know what I'm saying? For somebody to leave you some money, leave you enough money to where you don't even have to worry about the street life no more. You could just cut that shit off and get right to it. You know, go back into your your civilian life. You know, that's 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 a wonderful, beautiful transition. And his wife was gung ho. Apparently, his uh, his uh, his son has a drug problem, and uh, they're desperate, desperately, desperately, desperately need to leave New Jersey. And it's uh, it's gotten to the point to where it's almost tearing his marriage apart because him and his wife are having multiple arguments, and uh, he's getting physical with his son because. You know, they're trying to figure out what's wrong with him. So he goes to Tony. He asks Tony. He's like, hey, man, look. Coming to this inheritance. You know, I, I've, I've gotten to the point in my life now where I, I don't need to do this anymore. You know, is there any way you know, I can leave this? Can I, can, you know, I want to go to Florida. I want to be done. You know, the only problem with that like Cosa Nostra lifestyle is you can't leave. Man. Like when you down, you down. It's it's a it's a till death do us part type of deal. You know, you married to this shit. When you was entrenched in the game as my man was, and I I don't remember his name. Um really there's no getting away from it. You know, he's trying everything he can. Watches for Tony and his family. He's uh, he's paying his tithes, giving him his cut. You know, he's doing everything he possibly can to sway this man in the direction to where he okay's his move. Tony being the boss of the family, man, he's in control of all of this shit. You know, he runs it all. He's got a he's the boss and he's got a series of capos underneath him. Capos have guys underneath them, they have to answer to. It's it's a it's a big pyramid system, man. Organized crime, what they call it. You know, my man Tony, he's happy with his wife now. They doing their little thing, they're having their date nights. Shit's getting peachy. But 
in the back of his mind, you know, he's he's worried about his longevity. He's worried about what's going to happen if he ever leaves here. <laughs> Meanwhile, his uncle Junior, um, one of his mentors, a man he's revered and loved and uh, exalted his entire life, is uh, suffering through dementia or Alzheimer's. Don't know which one it is. They weren't specific, um, but <clears throat> he's he's showing similar signs of both. And it's got to be some hard shit to see somebody you love and somebody you revere and somebody you, you put on a pedestal go out like that. Just wither away in front of you, man. It's got to be tough. Here's this once proud... Strong, dangerous man who is uh, now a husk of himself. Can't find his dentures. It's a lot going on around my man, yo. It's a lot on top of him. He's got a lot on his plate. He has a lot of things he needs to deal with. And this, this guy, he's continuous. The other guy is continuously on Tony about moving, about leaving, about wanting to remove himself from the life. So you got this one guy in the back of your mind whose idea is absolutely brilliant. It's it's smart. It's, it's something that we all should aspire to, to leave whatever it is that we do for work right now and be able to retire and be happy. Not to mention just in Florida. Unfortunately, they sent old buddy on another, uh, yet another job. You know, he's, uh, he's kind of a hitter, if you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, they send the guy out to catch another potty, and, uh, he did it in a very, very reckless way. He just walks into the pizzeria and lays the guy down and walks out. Very, uh, very TV show-ish. But, um, I don't know, man. The guys just have a second thoughts. And then you find out he's, he's an informant, too. You, know, you find out he's a rat as well. And the only reason he wants out of the life is because he's so deep and, you know, they, they want information. See, it all boils down to uh, what they can get out of you. This guy's going through all of these emotions, man. He's fighting with his wife. He's fighting with his with, with, with his boss, Tony. He's fighting with his children. You know. He's fighting with the FBI in order to, to keep his homies and himself out of prison. Uh, man, um, my bad. A little bit of pause. I was reading something. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't know if I was in the shoes of this guy. I don't know what I would do. I know I wouldn't do what he did, which ultimately was hang himself in his basement. I've never been that uh, sad or frustrated in my life, and I feel for anyone who has had uh suicidal tendencies 
if you ever feel as if you you're uh, under a pressure that you uh, can't seem to alleviate, there's someone around you who is very, very willing to listen and to help and to steer you in another direction. Um, I read a quote the other day that said, um, you don't want to die, you just don't want to be in pain anymore. And that's real, man. Like, we all we want to avoid pain as much as we possibly can. I've said this on multiple occasions here, multiple times in this show, that the idea um, of never experiencing pain uh, is counterproductive, man. Like, you have to feel a little bit. You have to go through things in order to understand what um, what's good in life. You know, life is life is suffering at times, and it's not constant suffering. It's you going through things, finding a way to 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 deal with it, evaluating your situation, and moving forward. I think we get so afraid that this one issue, that singular issues, could take us to completely the fuck out. I don't know, man. Real heavy shit. Real, real, real heavy shit. So Tony, um, in dealing with his Uncle Junior's uh, dementia symptoms, um, he can't find anybody to sit in with him. You know, he gets nurses aid a couple times a week, of course. Have somebody come over to the house and take care of him, watch over him. But he never wants anybody to leave. He gets He gets upset when they leave. So Tony goes over to stay, um, stay the night with Uncle June, make sure he eats, you know, normal nephew, family member shit. You got an elderly, elderly member of your family. You go in and you check on them every now and again. You make sure they're all right. That's what we do with family. Well, uh, as Tony's making his way through the door, um, not completely understanding the mental state of Uncle June, he makes a joke. Uncle June asked, who, who is it? And uh, he mentioned somebody who's not Tony. And <laughs> this uh, this, thing, this is not something you do to an old mobster. You don't break and, quote unquote, break into his home. You know, when you, when you come in, you introduce yourself for who you are. And uh, Uncle June shot Tony. He shot him because he believed that he was an intruder. Ran upstairs. He, he hid his gun under the bed like an old man, and he hid in the closet. As Tony screamed in agony and and reached for the phone, and uh, he bled all over the fucking kitchen, man. It's, it, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because it was a very very sad and morbid scene, but it was fucking hilarious because, dude, you brought this upon yourself. You have the Uber. He has the hubris of a fucking whale. It's Tony Soprano's got an, an ego the size of fucking Jupiter. So when, when things like this happen to him, it, 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 it's humbling for him. And, I, and I'm talking about him like he's not a fucking TV character. But it's humbling for him, but it's also humbling for me because I walk around with this bravado and um, this suit of armor over me like I'm untouchable. You know, I've, I've, I've existed my entire life. I've gone through... Uh, war zones. I've, you know, I've been in situations where I probably shouldn't have made it on the other side. 
and here I am still standing here I am I'm willing to talk I'm able to talk to y'all every day so I have a bit of a Superman complex I like to believe that I'm unstoppable but in situations like this it seems like this out of TV shows that I love that um let me know, man. Like, we all can get got. We all can be touched. This is a very funny way for my man Tony to, to get hit. He gets shot in the stomach by an 86-year-old man. I don't know. Um, it's just it, <laughs> something to think about. I never ever ever want to be under a pressure so immense that I think harming myself there becomes a time when things get too too uh too heavy for me I will remove myself from that situation immediately and have no no, no thoughts about it no second thoughts I'm out of here Cause I might not be mentally ill. I might not be. Um, I might not even be crazy. The situations can push you to the edge, man. Situations can make you sick. I'm just looking for these ways in my life to to stay balanced, man. Going to take you the fuck out if you let it. Yeah. As always, man, I love y'all. Um, keep doing the show because I love what I do. Shout out to Nikki and Phil for this supreme and absolute love that you guys formed and created with me. Bye, get your podcast now.